back, folks, to the Mailwright Show. This is episode 197. I'm really looking forward to this particular interview. We've got a great guest on the show that's built up a multi-million dollar business that's worked with a number of small businesses, helping them become more profitable. I'm sure he's going to have some great insights, and that's Brad Sugars, the founder and chairman of Action Coach. Brad, thank you so much for agreeing to coming on the show. I've been really looking forward to this interview. Would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers? Well, first of all, I just want to say, guys, how did it take you 197 episodes to finally get me on here? That's the first question <laughs> I had. Really. I wasn't number one or two on your list. I mean, that's that's the first thing. It's all my fault. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we always, look, I'm Australian. We blame anyone that's anywhere near related to English. So that's that's uh, first and foremost. I know, I know, I know my place. I knew it was going to be a difference between you, Robert. I knew it was going to be a uh, 200 years ago, you sent all the fun people to Australia. We know that. So that's okay, you know. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> um, anyway, this is, um, you know, built action coach, built many companies. I've, I'm, I'm basically an entrepreneur who fell into a training business and then turned it into business coaching and now has the biggest business coaching company in the world, uh, 88 countries. Uh, I think it's we're just topped 1,100 offices, I believe. Uh, around the world. We just opened in Russia. So that's kind of cool. We're coaching business people in Russia, Egypt. Oh, I'm, sure, that, I'm um, sure that's really interesting. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'll get called up on a presidential inquiry very soon now, you know, so you never know what will happen. But, um, Which president? You'll just be yeah, joining yeah. a very long list, won't you? you know, and uh, book, book number 17, this one back here behind me, pulling profits out of a hat. So uh, I keep writing, I keep teaching, and I keep buying companies. So that, that's what keeps me busy. That's great. And I've got my great co-host. He's returned from his vacation to Europe. He's traveled. It wasn't, wasn't a vacation. I was working. But, but you, call, was, well, you uh, seem to be partying a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you you seem to be a bike around for me. a little bit chilled out to me. But there we go. Uh, um, it, seemed, it seemed a little bit of business and a lot of... Uh, well, uh, Soul searching, writing, yeah, that's doing, right. doing <laughs> stuff that's necessary to, to keep me focused on the mission at hand. Yeah, here's, right. here's what it is, Jonathan. The only things that get posted on social media are the fun parts. Sitting in a meeting does not get posted on social media. Right, that's right, right. I, right. I'll listen to whatever you've got to say. Bro. Anyway, that's my story and I'm sticking with it. Yeah, sure. Robert, <laughs> would you like to introduce yourself to the new list? Sure. I'm the founder of Inbound REM. We started off as uh, a blog educating uh, real estate agents and brokers on how to do real estate marketing. And then we branched out, started a service company that now is a full service SEO inbound marketing company that actually does the marketing for real estate agents and brokers. If you want to know more about me, you should check out my website, inboundrem.com. That's great. So, Brad, I'll start off um, you know, with your very extensive um, experience on um, helping small businesses, that's what a real estate agent is involved in building a, a mm. business and a local brand. Reflecting back, what are some, is there one thing or one thing that comes to your mind that a real estate agent really needs to understand? Oh, dang, only one? Um, you do make well, it tough. Off with, yeah, start off with the really easy, hard question. You know, it's easy, what do they need to learn? And then make it hard by saying, what's the one thing? Yeah, look, I think that the first and foremost is understanding the value and the value proposition that you bring to the table. How are you different from any other real estate agent? Because that's, in my books, you know, I, I go back to 
I've had many realtors as clients over the years, and I just look at how do you differentiate yourself from everybody else? Because everyone's going to call two or three, everyone's going to interview two or three, get appraisals, get you know from two or three, and then they're going to make a decision on who represents them. Then they're going to look at uh, who's going to represent them as a buying agent. And what you've got to understand is that that person buying has to find no like and trust real quick. I mean, no like and trust has been around forever in sales for one simple reason. Why do I know? How do I know you? How do I like you? How do I trust you? And so I always look at what do you do? And if I was to boil it down to one thing is it's um, in an indivisible situation, you, you got to turn yourself into something visible. So what is it that you do? How do you do it that actually makes you visible? So I bought a prop on today's polls, right? This here. So Action Coach, we coach business owners, right? When we go to introduce ourselves to someone, here's what we actually send out. We send out this beautiful box with our logo, the, the label will be up here. We actually send it on a crosstown courier. So it'll be to you within two to four hours of buying, right? Of, of calling us. Got all the quotes, you know, the quote on the back here the biggest risk you can take is to do nothing by some handsome guy named Brad Sugars. You know, you open the box up, and the first thing you see is, is this big folder with, a list of all of our programs. Over here's the letter and down here's the business card. The next thing you see is this, this chip, okay? It's a, like a business card chip thing that literally goes out and, and they put it in. And it's a video of me, but it's also testimonials from clients. It's a whole bunch of things. And there's a whole book, which is testimonials from our clients or case studies of our clients and how they've succeeded in business. And there's a whole magazine about everything we do and what we do and case studies again of our clients and how they've succeeded. So if you start thinking about it, before we even arrive at your doorstep, you've already got this whole package that shows you who we are, what we do, why we do it, how we do it. You've got a package that says our customers love us. You've got a package that shows you why we're different to anyone else you've ever spoken to in business coaching. You see, I, I, my biggest challenge with most realtors is that they they think, well, I'm a salesperson. I just need to use sales. No, no, no. The marketing is missing. If you have, and I will be very blunt here, if you have a freaking billboard or a bus sign with your freaking head on it, I need to kick you in the backside right now because that is just, like, I, I just want to die every time I see one of those billboards with your head and the real estate guy, good luck, you know, congratulations. That's fantastic. No, that's not. Once they've contacted you is when the marketing really starts. I just want to point out something for our listeners who've been with us for a while. So Brad, if you guys are just listening and you're not actually watching, you should at some point move over to our YouTube channel so that you can actually look at Brad's identity and marketing package that he held up. And the reason that I say that is that John and I have many times on the show talked about the, the importance and relevance of case studies. And virtually uh -huh. everybody that I know in real estate right now that is making any money using direct marketing on what we call a landing page in, inside our digital business, mm. they're doing it through case studies, which is what yeah. you just literally held up and then said, I've got case studies here. I've got case studies here. It seems to be your primary mechanism of transferring brand. Well, uh, let's, let's, yeah, let's remember this, that the, your marketing message the champion or the, 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 if you look at a great movie, the, the movie has a, a, a winner. It has the champion, right? Every marketing message, the champion of that message can't be you as the business. It has to be your customer. The customer must be the one in the story. The customer must be part of that story. 
And so if, you, if you're building a marketing campaign that's about you and how great you are and how you're a genius and how you are the rock star, you've just lost. You immediately just lost the whole thing. There's three things in marketing today that are absolutely vital, more vital than they've ever been in the history of marketing. Number one is ratings. Your ratings are the most important thing today in marketing. It doesn't matter what you look at. If you are not rated properly, and I ask people all the time, no matter what business, hey, tell me what's your Google rating right now? If I go on your website, if I go on Google and I look up your rating for your business, what is it? People look at me and go, I don't know. You just shot yourself in the head. I mean, you may as well just give up business if you don't know your ratings. And of course, there's local websites and there's industry-specific websites and there's all that sort of stuff. But ratings is number one on the scale right now. Number two is testimonials. And testimonials that are in video are the most important testimonials you can get. There's no two ways about it. Video, 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 and video. If you look at where the internet is at right now, let's let's just understand this, right? Uh, Google AdWords. It used to be fairly cheap to buy Google AdWords. Now you're 5, 10, 15 times the price it was when it first started. Um, If we go back to even winning uh, just organic, remember when you could actually win organic? In fact, go back to email marketing. I remember email marketing when you could get an 80% open rate because people were like, holy shit, I got an email. Wow, I'll open this. You know, that's how old I am. So, dang, there you go. It's like um, you wear a hat because you're young. I wear one to cover up my, my gray. So, Brad, yeah. you got you to gotta step carefully. I look 15 years younger than I am. I'm pretty damn close to your age. So, and then, and then you take a look at it. Today's world, and this is where you're inbound stuff, and this is what I love, is that you got to understand that, that – Getting content into Instagram, into Facebook, into any of these sites, you know, maybe not Pinterest, but, you know, any of these LinkedIn, getting video into these things, creating the expert and and just being that person, you cannot beat that. That's why, you know, even before we did this, Robin, I'm going to throw you under the bus a little bit here. Before I got on this, he's like, Brad, how is a guy like you, how do we get you on our little podcast? I am a micro-marketer. I'm a content creator. I want content in as many places, in as many ways, in as many things. You know, people say, oh, it costs a lot of money to do marketing. No, it takes a lot of time today. About 50% of marketing today is money. The other 50% is time. So what are you doing? Are you allocating time to marketing or are you spending money on marketing? You can choose which one you want to do. I I love Um, putting time into it. Brad, um, first of all, thank you for mentioning it, that. Um, that saved me some editing. Um, that <laughs> little podcast. It's a little podcast, but it's a power. We have a big crowd. But, but see, here's the thing. Post. Here's the thing, though. What you guys have understood about your podcast and what most people don't understand about marketing is the third most important thing about marketing. It's called micro. Okay? You've got to get granular in your marketing. You've got to pick your target audiences down to the micro targets, okay? Don't, you know, if, let's just say I ask the average realtor, you know, who's your target audience? Well, anyone in this geographic area. Well, then you're an idiot. You don't understand marketing in any way, shape, or form. If you think anyone in your geographic area is, no, 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 no. I specialize in getting sales of rundown homes for interstate owners. There's one specialty market of mine. Then the second one is I specialize in investors who are owning 20 or more properties. I specialize in 
See, if you get real good with your marketing, and that's what you guys have done. Yeah, you have several thousand listeners on each podcast, but they're avid fans, raving fans, love what you do. And I will, I will admonish what you said there. Get on the YouTube channel. Don't just listen. Watch, because there's a lot of different things you don't get in the inflection of just yeah. listening to a podcast. I also so. um, I just want to share this little story, because I think you're so right, Brad. Um, recently, I, I bought a new Mac, and I was looking for a digital hub. Um, so I can, I can use all my legacy devices with my lovely new Mac and some of these hubs, they're around $300 and they've got some lovely websites, you know, um, showing their products, um, lovely marketing materials. And then you go to a review site like Amazon and you, and you read the reality that, um, that this hub or that hub, you know, you'd be lucky oh, yeah. if it works or it doesn't work and it, most of them blow up after three months. And then when you contact the support, um, there is no support. But on the website, they say that they give lovely support. And I, I just wonder if these companies are living in a, in a kind of fantasy world where they no, don't realise that I'll tell you where they're living. Consumers just going to go to a review site and learn the truth about where, them. Where they're living is marketing has no reality of what's going on in operations. Where, okay. where they're living is two totally different parts of the world. For for our audience, once again, because Brad is shooting off. So so guys, I wanna I wanna reemphasize. We're probably talking to one of the most relevant guys in business coaching, and he's giving out a lot of really rapid fire advice. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna summarize some of what he's saying. So Brad is saying, and I agree 100% or I wouldn't be summarizing it, is one, don't be a wandering generality, be a meaningful specific. Pick a very specific targeted audience within your geo-specific area. If you want to be a condo specialist, great. Which condo buildings? Become an expert in those buildings. That's what we mean. Get granular with your expertise. Number two, Guys, I've been saying this for a long time. I'm super happy that, that a guy that's never met us is getting on the show and he's, he's so wildly successful. And he's saying the same thing I've been saying for so long, which is get reviews in writing. Even if you're driving somebody around in your car and it's just a relationship that you had that doesn't equal a sale, for the moment, that's something you can start with. And then when you have your customers, the people who've done a transaction with you, that's when you move into the next thing that Brad said, which is get a video, get a video of those people with the keys. It's hokey or anything, or if they're happy or if they've signed the Robert, paperwork. Can yeah. I add one little thing there? Of course. Of you're, course. Spending, you're spending all this money to get someone to come and take photographs of the house. You spend all this money to get someone to come and take videos of the house. Get them to do it while they're there. Just get them to do the video, the testimonial while they're there. Don't, don't, don't waste the money, but get it done together. Right. And then last but not least, also he's saying it subtly because, because I did ask the question and I've gotten a great answer, but Brad is really impressing me with his, his entrepreneurial roots because here you have somebody that probably has more success than many of us do, yet he's on a micro-focused niche podcast that's aimed at an audience that he knows he wants to speak to. So how do you learn that from that as a real estate professional? Well, you go to Neighborhood Scout or any of the neighborhood social media sites and you literally get on there and find out where your neighborhood meetings are taking place. And you go and press some flesh 
and you take a video while you're doing it and you start to micro market to your own demographic. That's what, how you apply what Brad's doing on a local level. Um, and that's, that's my thoughts so far about uh, the show. I think we probably, are we, yes. yeah, we're at break time. Yeah. We're at break time, folks. We'll be back in a few moments where we continue our discussion with Brad Sugars, the founder and chairman of Action Coach. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Well, regardless of your reasons, thanks for coming and doing the show, man. No, this is great. I, I, as I said, I listened the other day to a couple of them. I always try to do that before I go on a podcast. I always listen to a couple. And I learned some things, and I also get to see the style. <laughs> I, I knew today I was going to have to cut Jonathan off halfway through a sentence because they just last forever. He's English. <laughs> uh, okay. <All> right. <laughs> I'm not touching that, man. I got to live with him. <laughs> We're coming back. My two, my guests and my co-hosts have been insulting me, but I'm, <laughs> I'm used to it. I know my place listeners of yours and you know it as well. So, Brad, you know, you've written a new book, Pulling Profits Out the Hat. Uh-huh. What are some of the key um, things that people need to know about the book and some of the key ideas that you're trying to push in this new book? Well, what, what we looked at as we sat down, we said, you know, what is it that creates exponential growth? Because a lot of business people don't, you know, they set a goal of 10, 20, 30% growth. And I always challenge them, well, what would you have to do to have 10 times growth or 20 times growth? Not percentage growth, but multiplied growth. And a lot of people don't even think that way, first and foremost. They sit there and go, well, you know, 20% seems really hard. Why would I, 20 times just seems out of this world. So what we sat down and looked at is which of our clients are doing that? Why are they growing such at exponential rates? And what are the similarities between those that do? And it came down to five disciplines. The discipline of strategy. And I use the word discipline, by the way, for a reason. It's not something you did once and got good at and then you forgot about it because, you know, half of businesses would be twice as successful if they just did all the things they used to do that made them successful. I mean, that, that's crazy. So discipline of strategy. Discipline of execution, discipline of people, discipline of business development, and the discipline of mission. I'll start with mission first because I think that one's important. Business, in today's world, business has to use the word love. Your customers must love buying from you and your employees must love coming to work. It's no longer about they come to work for a paycheck. It's no longer about that. People often say, you know, this millennial generation, oh, it's just so bad. They're the laziest. Well, every generation has been called the laziest generation by the previous generations. That, that's happened forever and a day, so we're not going to worry about that. But what it's for is it's, it's the why are we doing this, the mission of the company. And if you don't have a why, then, then it's very hard for your customers to be a buy-in to your vision. It's very hard for your customers or your staff to buy into what so, you're doing um, and feel like they love coming to work. So can I ask a little sub-question of that? Sure. You know, most people, most real estate agents or, or power teams, they would be honest, they would say they got into real estate because they want to make good money yep. and they want to provide good service, but also a lifestyle to their family. Mm-hmm. And that's why they got into real estate. 
And some people would criticise that reason, but I think that's totally honest and um, fair thing to say, isn't it? As long as you also want to provide good service to your clients. Yeah, and that's great if you just want to be average. Right. If you don't want exponential growth, then fantastic, do that. But if you want exponential growth, the similarity in the companies that are doing that is they have a mission that is above and beyond making money, above and beyond just good service. It's doing something for the community. It's adding value to people. It's building, you know, that, that's what we do. When you look at these companies, because the reason I wrote the book called Pulling Profits Out of a Hat is I sit with a buddy of mine at lunch and he's, a, a, you know, runs a very large uh, corporation worldwide. And he said, you know, it just seems like magic the way these companies like Ikea and Amazon do this. It's just, it's just magic. I said, seriously, you actually think it's magic? I said, all magic is just a system. Same as business, it's just a system. There is a recipe for business success. I remember one of my, I think it was maybe my third or fourth book, uh, it was called The Business Coach. And after we'd coached 13,000 companies to success, I wrote the book on this is the formula for how we create a successful business. This is the actual recipe. If you follow the recipe, you too can succeed. If you don't follow the recipe, you're not going to succeed. In most business cases, let me be really blunt, most people never even learn the recipe, let alone follow it. So. And um, we and there's the even crazier part is some people they go and write a book and and they they've never coached one business and they go here's the business success but come on seriously thirteen thousand <laughs> we we have eighteen thousand clients a week we coach in the world we have two hundred and something thousand a month that we work with on our group programs you know this systematic methodology and that's why I go to five disciplines because people are like well what if I get three of them well then your business will be okay. Yes, you know, if you want it to be exponential and growing year on year on year, multiplying, then you got to get five. You can't get four. You can't get seven. You, you got to get five. That's, you know, it took two years to write this book. It's 392 pages. It weighs two and a half pounds. It's, 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 it's a giant of a book. Wow. Um, how, how much research did you have to do to write this? So you're at, you're at your lunch with your friend and he brings up this concept and you intellectually as an entrepreneur go, I know that this is systematic, yep. but how do you, because I've written before myself. So that's where so I, grabbed my, I grabbed my co-author, Monty Wyatt, who's my top, one of my top executive coaches in the world who does this all day, every day with these clients. And we spent okay. two years put, putting this book together. So, okay. Two years of working with clients, two years of testing it on them, throwing it at them, getting them to do it, getting them to use it, see what happens. Oh man! And then, and then, and then creating this book, and it's like a full color print and all of that sort of stuff. It's like so it's you, heavy. So you like to talk about case studies a lot. You used you test marketed it for two years before you turned it into print form. What happened with the case studies? Basically, what happens is this. So what we found with most good businesses is that they've got three out of the five, maybe four, but most often three out of the five disciplines where they're doing good. And oftentimes that comes down to the, the experience of the owner or the experience of the CEO. So like if I'm more sales oriented, then of course that area is going to be more where I'm good at and and, and that sort of thing. If I'm more leadership oriented, then, then the people and the community and the, and the mission is going to be more. So what we found is that to round them out, first of all, that was tough. To round them out was real tough because first of all, they got to understand the five, then they got to understand the value of the five, and then they got to start working through. It took, it took us about 12 weeks, about three months to get traction in each of the five disciplines. 
And that's why we built a whole process where if anyone wants to, they can jump on pullingprofits.com and there's a whole process we take people through for 12 weeks in each of the five disciplines to actually get them to have that result and start with the exponential growth. And so, yeah, growth rates improve, all that sort of stuff. But even you just go back to that simple mission and you add mission and people together and you're taking a group of people that, because you got to remember in this day and age, we're in the most disengaged workforce age that we've ever had, the, the right. most disengaged. Take the mission and add, how do, you, how do you actually recruit, hire, train, manage, lead, mentor, coach, great employees? Add those two together and you start getting traction. Then you got to get the right strategy. See, strategy is a, is a discipline that most people have no clue. They're like, oh, my, my strategy is Facebook advertising. That's a tactic, my friend. That's not a strategy. Strategy is how you build the entire organization. Strategy. Um, I've got a little question about those yeah. staff, and I think it's very relevant for real estate if they, you want to build up a small team. Is that I've looked at recent surveys in Britain and in the US, and it, it says that almost 90% of employees hate their job and hate the company that they're working for. Do you think that's probably right? And in the reality of the marketplace, how can an employer change that and have a, a workforce that's really, you know, focused and enjoys their work? Well, I'll give you three answers to that. Number one, um, I don't agree that they hate their work. I agree that they're disengaged. I agree that they are not. Um, on loving coming to work. There's, there's a distinction between hate and not loving. There's, there's a distinction there. And if we look at all the surveys and, and there's a bunch of them out there on employee engagement, I also own an employee engagement uh, company called Engage and Grow. I actually just uh, co-authored a video book, first video book I ever did with Dr. Marshall Goldsmith, Dr. Mark Thompson and Rich Maloney and myself. You can, if you jump on any of my social media, you can find it. It's free. It's right there. Uh, it's 10 chapters, about 10, 15 minutes each chapter, but it teaches all employee engagement strategies and how you can actually bring engagement. So there's the answer to the second part of that question. I would say the third thing is that I'll give you an answer that my dad gave me when I was, I think, 20, maybe 21. And I went to him and said, you know what, Dad, I just can't get good people. And he looked me dead in the eye and he goes, Brad, you get the people you deserve. Yeah. I was like, he says, Brad, you're an average manager running an average company, highest caliber of employee you're ever going to get to average. So it's like if you're not a great manager and a great leader, don't expect great people to want to work for you. They're just not going to. You know, you, you got to remember the greatest of employees already have a job. For you to get them to come and work for you, you got to convince them to come work for you. You actually got to give them reasoning to come work for you. So why? You mentioned something there, Jonathan, about people want to build a small team. I don't, I don't ever want to coach anyone that wants to build a small team. I want to coach people who want to build a big team, you know? And it could be a small team of massive performers, but usually to build a small team of massive performers, you've got to have a fairly large team of average performers to pull out the one or two or five that are massive performers in amongst that. Uh, that's generally the way it works. So I, I, I love your question. I think it's a very important aspect looking at employee engagement. But without the right strategy, employee engagement's nothing. Let's, you know, that's a simple example of that. Um, 
Oh, let, let's look at strategy in any business, right? So let's say I wanted to go into the music business. I can have the strategy of being the guy that's the drummer in the band on a Friday night, or I can have the strategy of being Spotify or iTunes or anywhere in the middle. There's, I'm still in the music industry, but what's my strategy behind that? See, most of what I do today is, is I'm, do you remember, did you see the movie The Founder with Ray Kroc um, about him and McDonald's? It should have been called The Finder, not The Founder. Because he, he didn't found McDonald's. He, he, he went, came along and he, he was a finder. He, found, he, he, he came across the McDonald brothers and did that. So that's what I do today. Like I just bought a, a company down in Melbourne, Australia, commercial cleaning business. Now, great company, phenomenal systems, amazing marketing and sales stuff. And they're in one city. I'm like, um, let's put you all over Australia. And then we're going to go all over England. And then we'll go all over America. And then we'll worry about the rest of the world. Just bought a company down in Houston, Texas, property management company. Amazing systems, brilliant outsourcing, brilliant, just phenomenal. One city, Austin, Texas, sorry, Houston, Texas. Now they're all across Texas. Now we're going all across the United States. You know, just in the middle of raising capital, put that thing in every city in the U.S., 2,200 offices, I believe, will end up. You know, the, the thing about it is it's, and, and the reason I started with the whole thought of exponential growth is I think most business people think too small. I think most business people think too small. You can work 40, 60 hours a week building a small business. You can work 40, 60 hours a week building a massive business, same number of hours. Oh, thank you so much. Any chance of you sending a copy of your book signed? Abs absolutely. Absolutely. You order it on Amazon, I'll send it to you. All right. That's great. Well, thank you. Sign it. <laughs> I'm a salesman, John. I'm a salesman. You know that through and through. I have, I've never given away something I can sell. Right. And there's, there's another good lesson. I thought I would show If you don't ask, you don't get anything. Do That's exactly you? right. But remember, remember this also. I teach this stuff and I fall for it. Right. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's finish the podcast. So, Brad. Do we get the 10 extra minutes? Because I want to do the same thing with this section that I've done for the others and summarize them into actionable lessons for yeah, our, our people. Can we do that in bonus content? Borrowing the office walks in and pushes me away. Uh, um, so, Brad, um, how can people, what's the best way for people to find out more about you, your ideas, and what you're up to? Uh, any social media you'll find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, not Pinterest, just not, not a Pinterest guy, um, or bradsugars.com or actioncoach.com. You can jump on any of those. We make it pretty easy to find us. If you jump on actioncoach.com, we got everything right there. That's great. And Robert, how can people find out more about you? And what you are? Same way that I opened up the show with, inboundorium.com is always just the best way to find out about me. You can see the podcast. I've got, I've got all the same stuff that Brad does, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, but like, just go to my website. And if you want to find out more about MailRight, um, we've got some fantastic announcements to say. We've added a um, page, interactive page builder to our website functionality so you can drag and drop and move things around and build your own great um, real estate marketing landing pages, all drag and drop. And also on our social media side, we have added Instagram so um, you can push and we can supply posts not only to Facebook, Twitter, but to Instagram as well. If that sounds really interesting and it should be to you, um, go to the MailRite website, have a reader, and you can also sign up for a free demo, and I will show you personally, myself, 
the power of Mel Wright. We'll be back next week, folks, with another great guest or internal discussion with my great host, Robert. And we wish you great hunting and getting those quality leads. We'll be back next week, folks. Bye. Bye.